Welcome to the Business Playdate, a podcast hosted by Lindsay White and Betsy Moorhead, two internet strangers turned business besties. We're two marketing professionals living across the country, raising our kiddos while running our own individual businesses. We built these businesses based on our experiences working in corporate management roles with the end goal to be able to show up for our families first. And we did it. We're so happy you're here with us. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey, Betsy. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Just here we are. Week like what? Four of 2024? Thriving and surviving. I feel like 2024 is our year. I feel like it it is. is. It is. I do. I was like thinking this morning on my on my jog, on my on my morning jog, that um I just feel like like things are really like good. Like I feel like really like um like we're moving in the right direction in 2024. Like I feel like I've got like my shit together a little bit. I kind of do too, which is like a weird feeling for me. Yeah, and I don't really like want to jinx it. So I'm gonna quickly knock on wood, but um, I don't know. It does feel good. I was thinking like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's still January. Like I feel like a lot has already happened this month personally, like professionally, business-wise too. And so it's kind of nice when you can look up and you're like, oh, like today it's only January 19th. We still have several more days of the month. Yeah. But so much has already happened and been accomplished. Well, what's your biggest accomplishment? What are you most proud of? Uh, that I'm dominating making sourdough bread. <laughs> look at you go. You are dominating. You are crushing I actually, it. I actually have two loaves in the um, – fridge right now that I plan to bake off today. So amazing. Amazing. (laughs) No, I think like seriously though, um, my like biggest accomplishments so far are probably like really sticking with, uh, like my time blocks and my flows, but also not just with business, like with my like daily routine and I've been going on my regular runs and just like being really like, kind to myself. At least I'm trying to be. And so um, I think that's just like trickling into all the different aspects of my life, which I'm very proud of. And good. I can feel it working. So good. Intentionality is my word of the year. We went to a school tour last night and had to grab Chipotle on the way home. And it's so funny because we had the realization like we have not really had any takeout food this year in 2024, which is a huge accomplishment. That is amazing. While we were waiting to move into our house, we were eating a ton of takeout Mm -hmm. food. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, like we've been cooking almost every night. We have been eating well. So really proud of myself for that. That's a great accomplishment because with two kids and such a busy schedule, like it is hard not to just drive through and go get something after school or on the way home from work or something like that. So I mean, there's a lot of mental breakdowns during cooking time (laughs) period, but (laughs) we're doing it. You know, someone is always screaming and sometimes uh, it's a child and sometimes it's me. You never know. You never know. You never know what you're going to get. I love exactly. that. Exactly. Uh, well, good. Well, I'm excited for another great episode we have here for you guys. Um, Lindsay has like a brief disclaimer that we want to just put out there for a minute. So if you're listening, just yes. take a so, pause. So the title of today's episode is What's Next? Navigating Freelance Plateaus. And I wanted to just give everyone a heads up that if you're listening to this and you don't feel that like hunger to do more or, you know, you don't feel like you need to or want to get to the next level of your business, whatever that might be, don't listen to this episode. Like you don't need to feel like you need to get to the next level or hit that next income bracket or 
like it's okay to feel totally happy and content where you're at. And this episode might not be for you. This episode is for those of us like myself, who I am feeling this majorly right now, are kind of like having this burnout feeling, this overwhelmed feeling, this you know lack of excitement about your business and feeling like, okay, there's got to be something next. Like what is that next business thrill that I'm going to get? This episode is for you if anything that I just said resonated with you. And if you don't want to feel that way, then maybe just go listen to another episode. Yeah. And I think too, like maybe in the show notes, we'll kind of list out what the different segments are with the timestamps. And if you can resonate with one of the segments, maybe just jump to that part of the episode. Yeah. And that's not to say this episode's not going to be a good episode. It's going to be a great episode. (laughs) I just don't want to make anyone – I'm super mindful of – like there's so much noise out there. I mean, Mm -hmm. we just went on a rant about social media. There's so much noise out there making people feel – not good enough. And Mm -hmm. this episode is not intended for that. Mm -hmm. You should feel good enough no matter what. And if you're not feeling good enough, like maybe go listen to our stress episode. Yeah. With Jen. It was great. Because that was great. (laughs) I usually have to like listen to that occasionally on repeat. No, I think that was great. I think that that's a great way to intro this conversation because – there are a lot of people out there that probably will want to listen to this episode and can yes. resonate with what we're going to say. And I think that I can partially resonate with this. I definitely am one of those people where like, I do feel okay in my enough, mm-hmm. but I do have this kind of like lingering thought of like, what's, what could be next? Like what could be on the horizon? So yeah. I'm like, I'm like 50, 50, you know? Absolutely. Well, let's, now that we have the disclaimer out of the way, let's get started. So today we want to talk about freelance plateaus and that feeling of, you know, like what is next. Um, So let's just go ahead and get started with recognizing what a plateau actually is. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you have any feedback there? Yeah. I mean, I think there's like several things that come to mind, but like if you're, if you're in your business and you're all of a sudden like halted with this lack of excitement or like you just feel like you're on this like repetitive wheel, of like a hamster wheel, or what do they call it? Like a gerbil wheel. Like you're just kind of like, it's very um, transactional. Like you're just kind of like mm-hmm. in and out doing the job every day. There's nothing that's like really making you like filled with joy. Then that you might know be what's a sign like of a plateau. A funny analogy that I always have in my head is basketball, like dribbling a basketball. I feel like sometimes in a lot of situations in my life, it's like the ball comes to me and I'm just like, hitting it down, like hitting mm-hmm. it. it just keeps coming mm-hmm. back. And it's like, no, like I just want to drip, like, you know, it's like this weird, it's, I'm just trying to get it away. I'm just trying mm-hmm. to get it away. And it always is bouncing back. And it's like this weird, overwhelming, like the hamster wheel of like, oh, there's a client request. Like I got to get it done or okay. Okay. Like you're just constantly juggling these balls. <laughs> <laughs> Teenage feeling, boys over here laughing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, feeling the overwhelm of it. And so, I mean, some of the things that make me realize that I'm in this state of, okay, what's next? What am I going to do is I can recognize that I feel that way. But some of the signs that feel that way are like, I'm not excited, right? Like you might not be excited in what you're doing or you're not excited to be working. Um, Maybe you're scrolling or maybe you're doom scrolling when you should be working. Um, Maybe your projects are kind of repetitive. Maybe you're working on the same stuff over and over again and you're just bored. Yeah, for sure. Like, feeling like the skills that you have are stagnant and you're kind of 
feeling this urge or like want to learn something new, but you haven't taken action to do that yet because you're just kind maybe of you don't even know where this, to start. Don't know where to start. You're just in this repetitive cycle. You're just trying to make it work. You're maybe relying like super heavily on the clients that you have instead yeah. of like trying to like figure out if you need any new clients or you haven't like put effort into to finding any new clients, even though maybe that's in the back of your head. And I feel like one of the things too, and this is specific to me at the moment, but I, you know, I've had a lot of my clients for a really long time and we're in such a great efficient spot that I do have the capacity to take on more, but mm-hmm. I just haven't. Yeah. I have not taken action to take on more. When people reach out, I'm like, eh, no, I don't really need any more clients. But it's this place of like complacency or stagnant, whereas I have everyone in such an efficient spot where if you asked me two years ago, like, can you take on more and be like, no, I'm at my max capacity. But now all of my clients were in such a great rhythm together that I do have more capacity. Um, And so, you know, relying on that small group of clients and feeling this complacency, like that's definitely a sign of, okay, where, where are we going here? Yeah. I was talking to a friend in the same similar space the other day and we were kind of talking similar to this. Like she kind of had this like sense of she needed to make a digital product and maybe that was what was next for her and she was feeling a little stagnant and is this like what she needs to bump up her revenue to the next thing and I was talking to her and I was she was like kind of like I I know I need I need to do something I just don't know what that is and I was like you know what I feel that all the time where it's like I love the clients that I work with but I I feel this like sense of like there's got to be more, like there's something that's missing or I want to get to the next step. And I told her, and this is kind of a vulnerable statement, but I was like, you know, I feel like I know I want to do something. I don't know what it is. I want to find someone who can help me like brainstorm and really like find my calling for like the next thing. But then there's this like kind of like um, halt inside me of keeping my keeping me from reaching out and finding someone to help me do that. And this is going to sound like crazy, but because I don't want to add more work to my plate right now either. You know, yeah. like I don't know if that like is contradictory of itself, but I know that I'm kind of but like I think- it's almost like I'm afraid to move to the next step because it's like do I really want to add more work to my plate? Like I'm very like happy with where I'm at, almost maybe like too complacent, you know? Mm-hmm. And so well, it's and I like I think that that's the spot where a lot of us tend to sit in this plateau and I think a lot of business owners like that that and that's okay. Like you're spending a lot of time right now doing things like for your house and for your home. You actually said something to me in a Voxer recently where you're like, I like to challenge myself with the things around my house rather than with business right now. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that seasons of life are constantly changing. And you know, right now the season that you're in is like you are being really present with your home and you're serving your home, and maybe that's what your calling is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't need to get out of the plateau like you're challenging yourself in other ways Mm -hmm. yeah and if you do want to get out of your plateau amazing you know like that's great for you you can or and are capable of doing that but it's also you're it's going to be a shift of season it's going to be a shift of the sales you know you're going to probably not organize the kids clothes on a Tuesday afternoon you're gonna be diving into learning a new skill or whatever like you're gonna have to put in the work yeah I love you. That was so great. (laughs) (sighs) I mean, it's true though. Like you can put in the work or not put in the work and put in, you know, work in other places. Like 
there's only so much we're all capable of giving. Also, my closets are getting done today. So sorry if everyone hears a drill in the background. <laughs> I'm so excited to see your closets. I'm so pumped on these closets. Um. <laughs> so yeah, so recognizing the plateau is like the first step here. Like yeah, if mean, you feel any of these or maybe like there's other things that you're feeling that we haven't talked about because everybody's situation is different and we would love to hear some of those. I mean, come over to Instagram and tell us like what, or leave a, you know, leave a review here that like kind of tell us we would love to know, because I think the more we talk about this too openly that like these kinds of situations do happen. It's Mm -hmm. okay to feel like you want more. It's okay to feel like there's something extra out there. It's okay to feel like you're fine. Like your disclaimer said too. But if we, if, 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 we're getting all this noise thrown at us that like we should be doing more and like we want to make more money and like 10k months, 20k you months. You don't blah, have blah. to be doing that. You don't have to be doing Unless that. You want to. And if you want to, and it's totally okay to want that. Exactly. If you want to, like, recognize that you're in a plateau, and then you kind of have to like move forward into yeah. what that next step is. And like, I'm in a season of I want it all. I want the mm-hmm. next thing, but I also. <laughs> want to be present at home. Yeah. Um, and it's I think too, yeah, exactly. And I think too, like I, I'm in a season right now of, I feel great. Like my business is in a good spot. I'm super content with it, but I also know I need to make changes because my season is going to be changing this summer Yeah, and my kids are going to be home with me a lot more. We don't have great camp options right now and they're going to be home with me and that's great. I'm looking forward to it, but I know that my work needs to change in how it's done or how it's structured. And so I know that I'm I'm in this like seeking ideas phase mm-hmm. and like brainstorming phase. And I'm in I'm in where we're at with segment number 2, which is kind of where we're going of, you know, the allure of like trying to figure out what we can do about it and how mm-hmm. we can change this. Mm-hmm. Um I we did want to talk about I think the reason this episode topic even came to was the allure of going back to a corporate job. Oh, it is an allure. It does. <laughs> like it does punch. pop in and pop out occasionally. You know, it does. And I think that it probably does for I don't know if it does for both of us. It has to pop into our right. listeners. We brains can't as be well. alone. Yeah, no, we can't be alone. No, absolutely not. And I mean, I think there's a lot of reasons that we get these allures. You know, like income stability. It'd be great mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. you know not have that worry of like, oh my gosh, if my biggest client left me, then I would have no, you know, a very small income. Like that's a terrifying feeling, Mm -hmm. but that's also a feeling of like diminishment. So we can't live in that and fear. We can't be fear-based. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, like the like side or like the debunk to that, I guess is what I'm trying, you know, it's like, we know retainer clients are great and like- And stable. And stable. And it does suck if you lose one because then you got to find someone to replace it. And so it's kind of like this under o- overwhelming loom of like it could happen. Key piece of advice here, write into your contracts that you have to have 30 or 60 day notice from your retainer clients before they leave you. So you have that time paid to find a new client. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think another thing that like comes to mind is um, like the allure of like, going back into a corporate setting, a conventional job, all of that is the benefit side of it. Like, especially like for the retirement, we talk, kind of mentioned retirement in last week's episode. Yes. I um, really, really, really want to bring a financial advisor on to talk too. about we t- me too. retirement options. If any of our listeners are a financial advisor who are interested in being on our podcast, mm-hmm. please reach out. Please reach out. Because I think that, especially in this space, that kind of thing comes up a lot. It actually came up yesterday in a conversation that I was having with another service provider of the, you know, 
I want to be saving for retirement, but what are my options aside from an IRA? You know, all these things. And it's like, you know, if you have a financial planner you're working with, like you can talk to them about that. But I mean, like I brought my, I was like very, it's very like, um, unique that I had a pension at my old job. So I brought oh, that my pension. is unique. Yeah. So I brought my pension and like a minor, like 401k, you know, I, I pulled right. all of that out and put it in an IRA. I haven't contributed to it though. Like girl, I you just, gotta do that. I bad. I know I'm like t- giving my like secrets away to the financial person here that hosts this podcast with. Me. You gotta max that out. I know, but I, you know, it is like, that is like a, a definite allure of a conventional corporate job is like, yeah, the benefit side of it. Insurance. Granted, like if your significant other works for a company and gets insurance, like hop on that. That would be great. Yeah. You know? So something f- funny that my husband and I are doing, and, and we've always done this, is we we try to have like a weekly meeting where we just look at the calendar and what's going on and what we're eating that week. Um, but one of the things that we started doing for 2024, new year, new me, is um what we're calling $20 investments. And every oh. week we take $20, like it could be $200. It just depends like how rich we're feeling that day, you know? Yeah. But um, $20 and just like shuffle it into some savings account, like some investments account somewhere, like a kid's 529 or my IRA or, you know, just like slowly siphoning a little bit of money. So it doesn't feel like, I feel like sometimes like I want, there was one year where I funded my IRA like all at the same time. And I was like, uh, I don't want to mm-hmm. do, like I was so negative on it where I'm like, oh, if I'm just like throwing 20 bucks here and 300 bucks there, mm-hmm. like when I'm feeling like I have that money to just, I don't want to say throw away, but like, well, yeah, you know. $20 to spare. I mean, coming from somebody who knows absolutely nothing about finances, me, um, I mean, $20 a day, a week. It's like a, a, a little over a thousand dollars. Yeah. I mean, that's like a little over a thousand dollars you could be investing and it feels literally probably like nothing. Yeah. To, so it's been a fun little thing we've been doing. I'm not going to say $20 isn't nothing to everybody, but. Right. But you know, on a good day, $20 is. Everything's expensive these days. So. Like a sandwich. $20 doesn't feel like a lot of money these days. <laughs> no. So thank you very far. <laughs> um, you know, other. So this is a funny one that I know we've both talked about. But another reason I think there's the alert to go back to corporate is someone reaches out. Mm-hmm. A connection. An old. Um, what's an old, what is the term I'm lo- looking for? Someone you worked with? Co-worker? Yeah, an old co-worker or like colleague. So it's early, guys. It's 1045. <laughs> an old co-worker or colleague reaches out and is like, hey, like I thought of you for this position. We have it open. You know, I'd love to chat if it's something you'd be interested in. It's like that feeling of being wanted is nice. It is nice. I actually had somebody send me a job Um description for it was like for like a social media manager position and I was like no thanks you know that's very nice of you but I'm good um but it is it's nice to be wanted and it's nice nice to be wanted people to think like oh they think I would do a really great job at this so that can be definitely a um an attraction to to put into this little you know that, that corporate temptation it's like shiny object syndrome too. You know, it's like, oh, let me look into this. Like what, what kind of salary could this be? And right. what kind of like company culture is this? And mm-hmm. 
Well, it's funny. So I saw a post in one of my mom's groups where it was like, we're looking for someone for this role in Atlanta. This was literally last night and I live in Atlanta. And so I clicked on it and the thoughts in my head were like, okay, well, so like, what's it paying? Mm-hmm. What time do I have to sh-? I was like, well, what time show would I have up. to show up to the office? And I was like, immediately nulled, immediately nulled. Yeah. There's no chance I'm leaving my home during any hours to go to any job. No, 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 no. Even if it was like fully remote work from home, like you're still yeah. tied, you're to, on. tied to the man, you know, when you want to yeah. be the man. Eight to um, five. Yeah. What, uh, oh gosh, I was going to say something. The, the Another allure in this like scenario of going back to a corporate job or an office job is the camaraderie that you have with the people that you work yeah. with. And I didn't think we don't even have that listed like as like some of the things we were going to talk about, but that's like a big pull. I mean, there are days yeah. where like my sweet husband works from home too. And like, we like talk to each other occasionally <laughs> like during the work day, but you know, it's like different whenever you have an office full of people who are like a second family to you because yeah. you see them probably more yeah. than your own family. If you work in a, in an office setting And that is one thing that I definitely do miss about the corporate situation. I mean, I was in the same job for 10 years, so I knew those same – it was like all of us worked together for so long. But that is definitely like part of the temptation of when you reach this like plateau and you're like, what's next? And it's like, okay, well, would this be good for my family? And it's like, you know, why did I start this business to begin with? And I do Mm -hmm. miss the like human connection, but – there's other ways of finding the human connection as a freelancer, yeah. as a business owner who works for yourself. Like I literally went yesterday and had coffee with another service provider because she and I both were like, we need to get out. We need to like connect with people and yeah. make an, and make an F, intentional effort to, to do that. So yeah. I think there's other ways that you can, can schedule that into your week, you know? Yeah. And find routine. some places where you can hang out with people like you and I, we mm-hmm. talk on Voxer a lot and we get each other, we get it. You know, you kind of got it. It takes time to find your people or your tribe or your community or whatever. But once you do, it definitely helps. It does. It definitely does. All right. So what can we do about it? You know, yeah. what can we do about this plateau? I think that we can, I think recognizing it is the first step because it immediately puts you in a place of, empowerment. Like I know that I'm at a plateau. I know I need to make changes. Yeah. I don't know what those changes are, but now that I know I'm at a plateau and I need to make changes, I'm empowered to figure out what changes I can make. Mm -hmm. Is this when you would make like a pro and con list of like- I actually have like a notebook. Like I literally started a notebook with, with ideas of like every time an idea pops into my head, like I could be as stupid as- a greeting card business. I want to make a greeting card. Business. You know, I like it could that. be yeah. something so random, but I'm like, let me just like put all of my ideas on a paper so that I've, I've put it somewhere, you know, it's mm-hmm. not going to float away. My brain isn't overwhelmed with like trying to keep this running list of like what I could potentially do. And it also is almost like freeing. Mm-hmm. She's about to say it's that. like, like open a restaurant, open a wine shop, right? Like yeah. I'm never going to do that. But I've written it down and it's almost like gives my brain permission to be like, okay, we've explored that and Mm -hmm. let's continue thinking. I love that exercise. I think that's wonderful because it gets it out of your head, out of the mental space, Mm -hmm. puts it out into the universe. And like you said, gives you permission to 
think about think it about other things. and let it go. Yeah. I, somebody yesterday was like talk, talking, it was like at Ellie's dance class, one of the moms was talking about how like somebody told her like when some bad energy comes in or a bad thought comes in, like give it 10 seconds and then let it go. Yeah. I love that. And I was like, I love that. That's yeah. hard to do, but I do love right. that concept. Well, and so like things that you can do as a listener to this podcast or myself or Betsy, um, <laughs> some ideas to some seek some new challenges in your freelance service business or, you know, think about adding new services, think about adding new offers. You know, that's something I'm thinking about right now is, you know, mm-hmm. I spent all day yesterday building out a new offer that I'm going to be, you know, sending out. It's marketing strategy plan templates, y'all. So I love that. If You're you so want good it, at that. come get them. Um, but thinking about things and I'm a big, I'm a big builder. Like even if I don't launch something, I love building things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. You're really good at that. And so I think that brings me like some new energy. Mm -hmm. Kind of like lights a fire under you and like kind of gives you again, like permission to explore it and then move on if it doesn't make sense. Right. And if I hate the way it turned out, I don't have to, I don't have to launch it. Yeah. Some things too that like come to my mind are finding a new skill set or like doing some like professional mm-hmm. development. Um, the like investing in something that maybe you have been thinking about wanting to do. Like I think I've mentioned like I'm interested in a mastermind or like some kind of like group coaching program or just something that like we have great community here and like I have found my people and I had definitely like have my people that I talk to, but I need like some business support mm-hmm. from like a somebody who can like move me forward in a, in a direction that is like, not just like someone who knows me being like, you can do it. You can do it. I need like someone to be like, get the hell up off your ass and like, let's make this happen. And you know, you try to be that for me occasionally. <laughs> I do. I do. I think what you're looking I for is somebody. I think you need a roadmap or something or the mm-hmm. paying to be accountable for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm uh, definitely not one to like sit here and say, hey, you should go invest money in something that you don't need. But if you truly think that you need it and that's going to be the move for you, like go mm-hmm. for it. Do it. Yeah. And Even like you know, going if, on – sorry. Oh, no. I was just going to say, you know, if it wasn't the right choice for you and you think it was a waste of money, like you got to learn that on your own. Yeah. No one else can A lesson to that. learn. Yeah. <laughs> a lesson you have to learn. Even like, you know, free resources like going on Google or going or not Google, going on YouTube and like looking up like you so you want to learn how to be better. And this is totally an example, but like you want to learn how to do like Excel sheet formulas and be able to build out really cool like Excel sheets. Like you can teach Go yourself how it. to do that stuff, yeah. you know, or you want to learn Facebook ads, right? Like I'm mostly self-taught on Facebook ads. Like you can totally teach yourself these new skills. It's just being disciplined and putting in the work and um, like holding yourself accountable, you know, for learning these tools and not being afraid of like asking questions to people either. I think that's like a struggle that I face is like when I don't know something, I'll like Google it to death until I'm finally just like text somebody that I know that like knows yeah. the answer, but I didn't want to like ask them first, Follow you know, them. do the research on my own. Um, but like even like trying out a new tool or like a new platform, like maybe, maybe like a new project management system would yes. be like a good like tool to kind of help get you organized and feeling good and having like a new, like little bit of a, like a excitement. Flicker. Yeah. Excitement yeah. come. Um, yeah. Yeah. I 100%. I think some other things too is like set time on your calendar to be creative or to brainstorm. Like 
I think we're all so freaking busy that being able to set, even if it's go, go for a walk, don't bring your phone, don't listen to a podcast, just be and be with your thoughts, be with your brain, like think, brainstorm, think about creative ideas, write them down. Like, like I said, I have this notebook and it's full of the silliest of ideas, but some of them are, could be great. You know, I love that. And a lot of them could be terrible, but if you don't have the time set aside to brainstorm, then you might not do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. I need to be better about that because I, um, I'm, I'm not really setting time for creativity if it doesn't have to do with like client work or the podcast, you know, but Mm -hmm. I need to like be better about that for myself. I think that will help me. I think it's really hard too to step into like a leadership or visionary type of role when you don't set aside that like vision building time and you can't mm. just craft this vision for your business or for yourself without like looking like looking inward and having that time. I don't know. I think that you have to be able to set aside time aside to do that. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, Another thing I think that you can do is, you know, I have written down, say yes with caution. Um, I think me personally, I'm totally a yes person. If a client asks for something, like I'm going to figure out how to do it. And I think too, like when you're constantly saying yes to client asks or client demands, you're taking time away from that creative vision time. You're taking time away from yourself. You can easily be leading yourself to burnout. Um, so that's something I think you can be cautious of, but another thing, way to think about that too, is like, say yes to things that if you're not a yes person, maybe consider saying yes to something new because it'll give you the opportunity to try something to try. Yeah. I love that. I know a lot of our listeners are very boundary oriented, which I am as well, but sometimes it's good to, you know, break those boundaries a little bit. Go outside your comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. Um, what are maybe some strategies for kind of reigniting passion and creativity? Have you explored any of those other than like, I love the whole writing down the ideas. Like, I love that. I think that's such a great, like tangible thing that people can really start doing. I mean, change your environment. I think Mm -hmm. that's a big one. You know, I work in my office. I have a lot of windows. It is great that said, you know, I could go to a coffee shop and it might mm-hmm. give me, it might spark some just different ideas. It's just different than what I usually do. And so I think changing your environment can be great. Um, learn something new. I know we already talked about that, but again, like you mentioned, like learning a new tool or a project mm-hmm. management system, like that's such a fun thing to do. And it totally reignites these ideas in your head of like, okay, what could I do with this? Like, look how cool this new thing is within ClickUp or Asana or whatever. And it's like, it just gives you these ideas. Like ChatGPT is now a thing. And it's like, okay, well, how can I utilize that to the best of my ability to Mm -hmm. create some sort of new service or offer? Yeah. I think too, like collaborating with people that are in similar spaces to you, like sit down and find somebody that you can talk with and talk about your ideas or that you can collaborate with, that you can like build something with, or you can... Mm -hmm have like a, like a, uh, like a, I'm trying to, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Like, um, like I did a collaboration, like face Instagram live with another ads manager. And after we did that, it like really ignited a new passion in me after I was kind of feeling a plateau on wanting to offer ad management, you know? I think also like I talk a lot about, or I think a lot about like, what are the things that bring you energy in your days. And so one of the things that brings me energy is talking to people and like being in meetings. 
something that might bring another person energy could be like, maybe they love writing, you know, a blog post, like that brings them energy. It does not bring me energy. Um, but figuring out what those things are and doing more of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then a big one is like exercise, like giving yourself like, (laughs) I feel like this is a walk. We've become such like mental health coaches. We are. Yeah. <laughs> but I've noticed such a benefit of going for a run. Like, well, even I- like this morning, like I was, I had all kinds of thoughts in my head. I think I like, I was, I was like boxering you. I was like, I'm just going to go for a run and like clear my head before we have the podcast recording. And as soon as I got done with my run, like I felt so much better and I, my mind was cleared and I was like, ready to come on and talk to you because I wasn't when I first woke up, woke up this morning. Yeah. And I think that was like, it's a big thing. Like again, it kind of goes back to like one of the things I'm the most proud of so far this year is like really like being intentional with taking care of myself and like my mental health and moving my body. It doesn't have to yeah, be a run. I think you walk. And I think some of these things can totally be a mindset block and something maybe you do need to get over from like a mental health standpoint. Mm-hmm. And that's what, as we learned from our conversation with Jen, moving your body is one of the ways of keeping your stress, your yeah. chronic stress at bay. <laughs> and I think, so, I mean, we talked a lot about, you know, different ideas on how to seek new challenges and ideas on how to become more creative or ignite your passion in business again. But I think at the end of the day, a lot of this is like going to come down to you as the mm-hmm. business owner. You have to take that bold step. You have to put yourself out of your comfort zone. And if you don't want to do that, that's totally okay. But your business is not going to change mm-hmm. unless you do. A, you make a bold decision. Yeah. You're going to stay in your plateau. Yeah. No one's going to be able to do it for you. You mm-hmm. are the only one who's capable of making these changes in your business. And I mean, that bold move could be hiring someone to take over a piece of your business that you know you don't enjoy doing or you know, then it frees up your time to think and build and create these new outlets within your business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what is that? Like what, what are like, so kind of moving on to like the next part of this is Mm -hmm. how, how are we able to expand our business horizons? Like what are some ways that we can do that or that we can move into that? Like what's next concept, you know? I think that's making the bold decisions. Mm-hmm. I think making a choice and what you're going to do next. And no one ever wants I, – I, making choices is really hard mm-hmm. because it feels so finite. Yeah. I was just about to say that word, finite. Yeah. And it's it's a commitment. And I think that's the hardest part is – like for me, I have a hard time making decisions. Like I get decision fatigue. I'm constantly making decisions all day long. So then making a choice for myself that only I have control of is really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have an example of me kind of where I'm at that I'm happy to share. Like I'm, I would do a lot of um, like ad advertising strategy, right? Like I, I do a lot of advertising strategy for my clients. I do a lot. Of, I do all of the like technical stuff. I actually like run the ads, all of the management and kind of, I think this like, um, thought for me of like, I'm in, am I in this plateau with doing this? Like what could be next? I know I'm meant to offer more. I know I'm meant to do more. I just can't figure out what it is. And so I have this opportunity now to put a proposal together for somebody that would be more of a contract director of marketing. And it feels scary because it's like, okay, this would be more for me 
but it would also be a great move to move me into this new direction. So that is a bold decision that I'm going to have to make of when I put this proposal together, what does it look like? Like, what does that mean? You know, Mm -hmm. what does that mean for my current work? Which, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't think it means like a ton of like, I wouldn't have to get rid of anything. It would just be adding more to my plate, which is like I said earlier, maybe a little bit something that's holding me back. But I know that it's that next step that I need to take to feel like I'm really being fulfilled in my Mm -hmm. business. And I'm like offering my best to my clients. Right. And I think too, being a business owner is a really interesting thing because we're in control. Whereas at our past corporate jobs, there's a ladder that you're following. You know, you Mm -hmm. know, if you're a account coordinator, eventually you're going to be an account manager and then you're going to be a director of accounts and Mm -hmm. that's your progression. Um, And your boss is going to be the one who is determining what responsibilities you are having added to your plate as they see that you're capable of taking on more. Mm -hmm. Where in a freelance service business, we are the ones who are doing all of that. Like we are our manager. Yeah. There is a roadmap laid out for us in a corporate job on how to like get to the next ring of the ladder, rung of the ladder. But Mm -hmm. there's not that. We are making the roadmap. We are climbing an invisible ladder that we get to decide how tall it is and how vast it goes, you know? Yeah. So like I think that's a great analogy. Our promotions are. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's overwhelming. I mean, there is a reason they don't have it set up like that in corporate. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be so, interesting? That would be like a wild concept. <laughs> um, but it, it, so it takes a bold, cho- a bold, cho- a bold choice, mm-hmm. a bold decision, and you have to be able to do that. And I think, the more you can brainstorm, the more you can like ignite your fire, the more you can figure out what does light you up and where you feel that kind of like thrill, if you will, to mm-hmm. move to a different niche or to ex- like expand your skill set or ha- offer a new offer or completely jump ship and start a whole new business. Yeah. Like I've seen you're people do have, that. Yeah. You're going to have to make a bold choice and you're mm-hmm. going to have to put in the hard work and you're not going to like it's it's going to be a new season for you mm-hmm. a season of building a season of growth and that can be hard and it can be scary and i think that that's the hardest part in this is you're going to have to make a choice to make a change yeah i love that kind of goes hand in hand with last week's episode episode 18 um of like now that you've made this bold choice and now that you know you need to take this next step kind of how are you nurturing that growth with some sustainable offers that feel authentic Mm -hmm. to this next journey for you, this next season. And so Mm -hmm. I think if you haven't, definitely go back and listen to episode 18, where we talk about creating offers for your business that are authentic to how you're feeling, to who you are, to how you want your business to be, but that are sustainable so that you can continue down this freelance business owner journey and not reach these plateaus so frequently. Yeah. And I think it's okay to have a plateau. I mean, I would say, I would say I probably sit in a plateau for like once a year. I I feel like, okay, Mm -hmm. I need to take on more. I need like, I know I'm capable of more. What Mm -hmm. is more for me? Yeah. I feel Um, that a little more frequently than once a year, probably like every six months for me, but. Yeah. I think I sit in mine for a bit. Yeah. And try to figure it out. Yeah. Um, But I think, you know, Building something sustainable is so important. So you want to definitely listen to episode 18 and and think about that. 
And I think the last thing that you can do is create an action plan for yourself. You know, once you've made that choice or that like bold decision, write down a plan that you can follow. I mean, I'm very much like I need a roadmap to follow. And it sounds like you are as well. Mm -hmm. And like, that's the best thing I think we can do is, okay, it's okay if your action plan doesn't go according to plan, like nothing Mm -hmm. ever does. But Mm -hmm. give yourself a roadmap, like take an afternoon, throw it down on paper Like, I want to start offering X, Y, Z. Like, okay, what do I need to have in place to start offering that? What am I going to price it at? Who are the clients going to be? Who's going to buy it? Who's going to be my retainer client? Mm -hmm. Um, Write it all down and map it out. Like, put due dates on it. I'm Mm -hmm. very due date oriented. And so putting a date on it really helps me. Yeah, I totally agree. Mapping it out is key. Getting it out on paper or in a document what how however it works for you yes awesome well I mean I think we talked about some really good things today you know how to identify if you are in a freelance plateau some of the temptation to make a change why you'd want to make a change and then some things that we can do about it so you know reigniting those passions that you have seeing where your creativity can land, figuring out some new challenges for yourself, and then, you know, how to make that choice and move forward. Yeah. And definitely just remember, like, it's important to stay inspired, be like open to new opportunities, but know that like you're ultimately in control and you got this girl. Yeah. It's a scary place to be, but you got it. Yeah. You got this far. (laughs) You made it to the end of this episode too. So, I'm, yeah, you did. Could you imagine if you looked at yourself like when you took the leap, right, to leave corporate and saw where you're at right now, would you ever be like, oh, she wouldn't feel fulfilled there? You know, like when I'm like, oh, okay, I know I'm at a plateau, right? And if mm-hmm. I were to look at myself five years ago when I made the jump to do this and I saw what I was doing today and like mm-hmm. saw my website and saw like my mm-hmm. clients and the money I was bringing in and what services I was offering, I would never be like, Oh, that's not impressive. No, like, not at all. For some reason today, it's so easy to get in that mindset of like, oh, like I'm at a plateau. I'm not impressed with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like you would never feel like that. No, you wouldn't. I-, I wouldn't definitely feel that way. I could have never in my wildest dreams imagined what it would have been like three years ago. Right. Where I am right now. So yeah. So remember that. Yes, do. Well, thank you guys for joining. Um, we'd love to hear from you again if you – even if like this really resonated with you and you have kind of like a what's next moment that you want to share with us, leave a review. We'd love to hear that or come DM us over on Instagram at the business playdate. And we just appreciate you guys being here with us and going on this journey and listening to us talk about our feelings sometimes. Yeah. So thanks guys. 